Parker McCollum to be loved by you. Already had a number one. It's uh, 7.58 on a very rainy sort of Wednesday morning. My goodness, uh, Alan Crone, if you, you know, on the radar, you see that red stuff, you know, that's pretty bad stuff. That's what's that been kind of moving through. Started over there in Oklahoma City to kind of moved its way on up to our area. And that's kind of what we're going through now. Speaking of rain, Daniel, nobody believes this story. In fact, people have uh, asked me, have you gone to the best clinics for counseling when I tell this story. It's an absolutely true story. I would put my hand on a Bible and tell you this story. Uh, when I was about 17 years old, my mom had told me a story. She grew up in Florida, and she says, Ty, one time when I was a little girl, it started raining frogs. And I said, wow, my mom's a kook. Like, I thought she was sort of normal, but now she's claiming that it's raining animals. And I thought, you know, that's an insane lady. And I thought about doing one of those emancipations from my parents once I heard that. You know, how could somebody actually believe that it's raining frogs? And then one summer afternoon, I was working at this tiny little airport. I was the only employee at the airport. It's one of these air airports that you see out in the country where there's just little four-seaters and, you know, one or two takeoffs every weekend or something. And so I sat up there and just did nothing. And this, this thunderstorm comes up, not a, not a severe thunderstorm comes up, but it just enough for it to start raining and it starts sprinkling. And then I look out on the ramp and the runway and I see the rain now is moving. And I was like, what in the world is going on with this rain? I walk out and it's been raining frogs. And nobody believes me, but it absolutely happened. So hold on, and, and these, you saw frogs falling from the sky. I did. You're a damn lie. I'm not a damn lie. I'm telling you, <laughs> these frogs were falling from the atmosphere, okay. from the rain clouds. And when I say <laughs> frogs, these frogs were so tiny, like if you look at your pinky nail, like maybe half of that, these things were just like, like little BB-sized frogs or maybe just a little bit bigger. And, dude, there were so many of them. Mm -hmm. And I felt so terrible that, you know, finally somebody landed and I had to go pull their plane with one of those little tugs you see at the airport, you know, pull it into the hangar, that I was just running over frogs the whole time because there was literally hundreds, if not thousands of frogs that had rained on the airport. Okay. Do you see this look on my face? What do you, what, what, okay. How would you describe this look? That you think I'm insane. It is a smirk. Because I think you're confused. I'm not confused. Okay. How, Tig, would frogs okay. live in the sky and then rain down upon you? So what I had read was that when they're so little, like when they're in development, it's possible when, you know, how the, the cycle of Earth, rain falls, then gets taken back up into the atmosphere with evaporation, that these things were so light and so not dense, that they all... <laughs> what are you laughing in my face? So the they also... When, when they're tadpoles... Yes. ...get evaporated into the sky... They got up into the clouds... And lived there for a while without the, like, oxygen or like, freezing to death. Like Care Bears. Uh -huh. And uh, and then when it rained and they got big enough, and and the weight, I guess, as they grew, they, they began to fall from the clouds. Oh. And it just and so it, happened to coincide with a rainstorm. Well, they lived in the clouds, and when the, the clouds came and dropped the rain, they also dropped the, the frogs. Now, when you saw these these frogs that fell from space, yeah, 
Were they hop any alive still? Were they hopping around? Yes, they were fine. It's like when you drop an ant, like they can land and they're fine. They they were so light, it was almost like a leaf falling. Like they would just blow with the wind. And are, so are, you, are you dead serious here? Or are you messing with me? I'm not kidding at all. And maybe if you want to Google it, like Google can it rain frogs. If it doesn't say that it's possible, then I'm telling you science is wrong because I saw it happen with my own eyes. So just to recap. Yes. Uh, a, a lady frog has eggs or whatever. Yeah. These eggs then evaporate with moisture up into clouds where they then live for a period of time, hatch out, go through the full tadpole stage, live in the clouds without sustenance or the correct um, temperature or food or even oxygen. They live up there for a little while in the clouds, and then when it rains, they fall from space, which whatever a cloud is like a mile up, whatever. Right. It uh, then survives the plummet to Earth, lands on the ground. It doesn't kill it either. Then they just hop around. And then they hop around and go okay, on about well, their business. I think you're crazy. It's not crazy. I'm telling you, it rained frogs, and I saw it happen. And uh, maybe if we're lucky today, it'll rain frogs. I wish somebody would look this up, Who maybe a scientist or somebody. Or just go Google it for us and call us back, because since I'm on the air, I can't really go Google this. For, but... Do you think I'm crazy? And call if you've heard of this phenomenon or if you've seen it. I bet somebody's seen it. Rain frogs. 918-879-9898. Or you can also call and tell me that I'm a wacky kook. And that'll be fine, too. And I will argue with you. But 918-879-9898. Do you think it's possible that it can rain frogs? Or do you think Tyg is a huge liar? 918-879-9898. But I'm telling you. It rains frogs on this very planet Earth. 918-879-9898. Hey, good morning. It's Ty and Daniel. What's up? So the rain frogs thing is true. Oh, boom, boom. So he told you. I actually Googled it. Yeah. They get swept up in the thunderstorm as it's moving, and then it rains it in a different part. Uh-huh. There you go. <laughs> told you. And you thought so, it was crazy. crazy. And, and you've seen this happen yourself, <laughs> or you just read about it on the internet? No, I read about it. Okay, they so actually have a name for it. What's it called? Uh, one second. Let me look up. It is a rare, oh no, it's not a name. It's a rare meteorologic phenomenon. Mm-hmm. There you go. Get swept up in storms, travel for a few miles, and then fall from the sky. Thank you for the call. Okay. <laughs> All right. I apologize, Daniel. Uh, well, she just read about it on the internet. I mean, anybody can post anything on the internet. Hey, good morning, Ty and Daniel. What's up? Hey. I hey. googled that. And it says it can't rain frogs. Thank you. So, Daniel, your website did you go to? Bullcrap.com. <laughs> Google. That's right. Thanks for the call, man. <laughs> I told you. It's uh, 98.5 The Bull. If anybody wants to call, yeah, call me a liar. That's fine. I don't care. I can take it. But I'm just telling you, I was at a young age. It wasn't like I was uh, on any drugs or anything like that. It rained frogs. It's 8.05 with Ty and Daniel. Still got another $1,000 chance. Beat the Bull is back tomorrow. Oh, we had a $400 winner this morning. Marcy. Yes. Marcy. And uh, you could win again. Uh, up to $1,000, only on 98.5 Double. Good morning, Daniel. I often say that Tyg is a smart, dumb guy. Some things he is uh, he's brilliant at. 
Uh, I've attached my career to you, Tig. I, if I ever have advice I need, I, who do I call? I call you. Financial advice, things like that. You're very smart. But then sometimes you're insane. In this particular situation, you claim that you've seen it rain frogs before when you worked at an airport. Mm-hmm. It did. You claim that the frogs at, when were tadpoles were evaporated into the sky and then rained down again and survived. Yeah, when they, they like hatched or grew into a frog and they fell to the ground and there were hundreds, if not thousands of them, landing and, and then, then bouncing around. around. Okay. And it, you see where this would concern me because that's just impossible. So you say. And I've attached my whole career to you. Like, me and you have been working together. I don't think I could work with anybody else at this point. And then all of a sudden, I've come to realize here, this guy's crazy. (laughs) What am I doing? I I know that people are listening to this for the first time. I saw it rain frogs. Because we're talking about the rain today. And, you know, it's be careful out there and all that. But I've also seen it rain, not just... H2O, but actual living organisms and frogs. Everybody that's called, though, said, yeah, I Googled it. It could happen. You know, you can, internet will tell you anything you want to hear, really. You want to hear from Regina? If she's actually seen this. Hey, Regina, so what's up? I actually experienced that while driving. In a rainstorm, it rained frogs all over my car. That's right. Where were you driving back from, the acid store? (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember which storm, but it really happened here in Oklahoma. Now, so it's true, it can rain frogs. And then furthermore, Dana, I was looking at this. You're not going to believe this. There's uh, There's a catfish called a walking catfish that will get out of the water and go look for food on land, and then go find a puddle yeah. and get back in Tyke, it. I believe that. That's plausible. But if you're telling me that a tadpole <laughs> lives in a cloud until it matures into a frog and then get, rains back down to earth and doesn't die from the impact of falling that far, I think you're nuts. So you'll buy that a catfish leaves the water, well, goes walks well, around in the that. woods, and then goes back to water, but you don't believe it rains frogs? Correct. And I'm sorry for disagreeing or not believing you too, man, but what were you going to say? <laughs> I'm not sure about them being swept up and developed from tadpoles. I think it's the what the what the uh, rare meteorological phenomenon is, uh, where they get swept up from a storm in the you know in the rain and then they mm-hmm. get dropped off later. Yeah, so, it happened. It actually happened. I witnessed it with my own eyes. Thank Tiger, you, Regina. Guess what happened to me last week? And it rained so hard, horses were falling from the sky. <laughs> He's patronizing. Listen, no, I'm not patronizing. <laughs> when horses are born, hey, if it was here in Oklahoma, I would believe it because anything could happen. Uh, yeah, she's weather. right about that. Yeah, it's this crazy ass weather here in Oklahoma. Frogs might like shoot up into the sky some days. No, who knows what's going on around here. <laughs> You know who we got to get is Travis. Hold on. Travis Myers, who we got to get on the show. Maybe we can get him on at the, the end of this week and ask him. Yeah, we do have to. Travis Meyer, chief meteorologist. Now, he, I will believe. Okay. If he you says, Regina, I think you're nuts. So, to clear Travis it up here. Travis will answer all of our questions. If, if Travis Meyer says it's possible to rain frogs, you will, will you give me a public apology? If Travis Meyer says that he's seen it happen, I will give you a public apology. Not that he thinks it's scientifically possible. Well, Anything's I can't possible. wait to hear you apologize. All right. Well, you're going to be if, But incredible. if Travis Meyer says he's never seen it, you have to kiss my butt. Literally? Literally. Uh-oh. Well, that's You that's, too, that's, Regina. Well, don't act like you're not in this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, kiss 
and then touch his butt. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> you get thrown off the air for that type of thing. <laughs> Good grief. Okay, forget all the butt kissing and finger yeah. touching and all that. Yeah, well, I'll give you a public apology, whatever you want. <laughs> Good morning, 98.5 The Bull, 825 with Tiger Daniel. A rainy Wednesday, that line kind of moving through Tulsa and now heading eastward. If you haven't seen it yet, you certainly will see it this morning. Time for Did You See, where we take a look at what the heck is going on in the world. Brought to you by Daniel's Dentist, Dr. Hugh McDougall at Hugh McDougall Dentistry. Uh, have you ever heard of shock fishing? I've heard of it before. I don't have any experience with it. Well, it's not something legal, and it's it's almost unfair, you know, in that you get to go out there. You know, fishing to me, I love fishing. In fact, when I go to your dad's house, he has a lake. I mean, I spend like 90% of my time out on that dock doing something, fishing or whatever. I never catch a dang thing, but uh, still there's just something about but I guess people uh, at Skytook Lake, they go out there and they have some kind of battery in the boat and then they have wires they drop in the water. I don't understand the, all the science of it. But anyway, they shock the water around the boat and it stuns the fish for a while and they float to the surface and then they go grab them like an Easter egg hunt. You know, they grab them up. And somebody tipped off the game warden. And this is some game warden. He gets this tip and he, like a stakeout like you see in a movie, goes to the boat ramps and is like keeping an eye, you know, you know, a stakeout sounds fun, but basically it's sitting in a car for eight hours, just hoping you'll see something, right? Just taking it. Yeah. And uh, anyway, he notices the couple, you know, he got the tip and he goes up to their boat and you know, what are you supposed to have in a boat? You're supposed to have bait, you know, some nets, fishing poles. Well, they got like batteries and wires and stuff. So he's like, ah, they're shocking the fish. And that's what they were doing. And uh, the fine for that was $1,000 for that and then another $700 fine for something else related to it. So it's an expensive fine. It's illegal. And they busted them on Skytook Lake. So you can't do that. If you were that game warden and you approached the people and mm. as they were coming in and you said, hey, that's illegal, you're doing that, what if they would have been like, look, man, uh, can we just get a pass? We're hungry and obviously this is the best way we can get food. I would I have deep sympathy for people that are you still charge them the fine hungry and in need, but if they went into Burger King, and walked behind the counter and stole Whoppers, and they said, "But I was hungry," I'd still have to say, "Yeah, but you broke the law, right?" I mean, uh, a little yeah, different scenario, but I mean, but still, it's not it's a it's illegal either way. And okay, they did what break if they the had law. a bunch of kids in the boat with them? Well, it's, I'd still, like, if I pull somebody over and you're, you were speeding and you had a kid in the car, I'd still give you a ticket. All right. I mean, it's against the law. Uh, also, you got to follow the Tulsa Police Department Facebook. I love it, first off, it's informational. Secondly, it's highly, highly entertaining. It's almost like TMZ for Tulsa. And, you know, they post people's mugshots. And there used to be magazines that you could buy at the, uh, ga like, little newspapers. Yeah, it's like, like Mugshot like, Magazine mug, Mugshot Magazine. Yeah. And you would go through and you got to see all the mugshots, you know, and what people did and larceny and all that. But somebody always made the cover of that. There was always, you know, the first mugshot was on the cover. And there's two ways you make the cover of Mugshot Magazine. And this is the thing they post on 
on the Tulsa Facebook, they post the mug shots and stuff. But when the magazine used to be out, there's two ways you make the cover. It's right on the counter. You have to be A, a very hot lady, or B, a really messed up looking dude. <laughs> so if you're crazy looking, you might make the cover. Yeah. If you are gorgeous, you might make the cover. But uh, this Tulsa PD Facebook page, they posted uh, this guy, this police officer pulled somebody over. And in this picture, you can see the car he's pulled over. And he's also got the radar gun in that same picture. 104 miles an hour, they got somebody. That's something. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Did you see that William Shatner, 90 years old, William Shatner, if you're a young person, used to play Captain Kirk on Star Trek. Uh, he will be going into space with Jeff Bezos, founder of Amazon. In fact, sometime today, I believe they were supposed to do it yesterday, but they said it was too windy, which I would think wind would be the least of your worries if you're going up into space. Could you imagine they calling uh, William Shatner, the actor, and like, hey, Bill, uh, how would you like to go to space? And he'd be like, oh, I love that. With who? NASA? The Army? No, Bill, by this guy that sells books online. <laughs> the guy, guy from Amazon. Yeah, that weird bald guy with the uh, cowboy hat. You know, I was thinking about William Shatner, and he's gets to go to space, and it's cool that he played this role where he was in space the whole time, and now he's getting up in age. But I imagine the night before you know you're going to go to space, you're not sleeping. You probably got a tummy ache. You're probably scared to death. And then he wakes up that day and they say, sorry, we've canceled the launch. And then he's got to go through that again the next night. Like, oh, my God, I'm not going to sleep tonight. I'm sick to my stomach. And he readily admitted, and I appreciate, because a lot of these guys I get on TV and they're going to go to space and they're like, you know, we're, and I'm sure he is excited, but they always go, you know, we've practiced hard. This is going to be a flawless mission. Meanwhile, they don't know that. William Shatner goes, I'm scared. I and and I kind of like that about him, you know? I'd be scared, too. You ever seen that movie, The Right Stuff? Yes. That's about astronaut training. That is a four-hour movie or something. Could you imagine if the movie's that long, how long the training must have taken place? And I guess the training that Bill Shatner, William Shatner, had to go through was, uh, hey, uh, William, are you William Shatner? Yeah, okay. Let's go to space. You passed your physical. Yeah. Are you an actor? You're a 90-year-old overweight guy. Sure, check. <laughs> physical condition, but, check. But go. you said the other day, like, your dad tells a story. That your your dad has never, you know, we're we don't do drugs. Your dad doesn't do that. But he said, if he turns like ninety eight, he might start trying them. Just because what do you have to lose at that age? And maybe William Shatner goes, you know, I've had this great life. I don't have two decades left. You know, I'm ninety. If something happens, it wouldn't be the worst tragedy to lose a ninety year old. And maybe in his head, he's like, you know, now's the time to take this risk. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Is there 90, any? I don't want to plummet to earth, you know, right next to Jeff Bezos. And no offense to him. Is, is Bezos going with him again? I would assume. Yeah, I uh, guess. Maybe he's not. What do I know? You know that. And, and I also, I got to tell my dad, like, don't get hooked on drugs at 90 mm. or 98 or whatever. I don't want to ride down the street, you know, because he's got to buy the drug somehow. What if he's, I don't want to ride by the guy twerking out there for money. <laughs> He's 98. Like, spent his life savings, and now he's trying to earn money <laughs> yeah. in illicit ways. And by the way, that first space flight with Jeff Bezos, there was a teenager on that flight. You remember this? Now there was. There and was a, and, and an old lady. And I, go, and I go, man, what kind of teenager is this guy? He must be the brightest kid in the world. He must have this engineering mind. He must be, he must be like a child genius to be smart enough to earn a ride on this spaceship with Jeff Bezos. And then I read his dad was just really rich and paid for it. 
So then I don't like that kid anymore. Whoa. Well, you know, rich kids. Well, they had to, yeah, ain't, he gets to go to space. Kids, it ain't the kid's fault he's rich. Yeah, but like there's people that have studied their whole life and have dreamed and looked at the, through telescopes their whole entire life and worked their way through engineering school and masters and PhDs, and then some rich kid gets to go? Let me tell you something you probably already know, Tug. Life ain't fair sometimes. Yeah, apparently. I mean, William Shatner really has no business in space just because he was a space guy on television. But I think it's good PR for the industry itself, though, that he gets to go and everybody's paying attention. And, you know, they want to turn this into commercial space travel. That one, and, and I would like to say that I am going to start calling myself an astronaut because by the time I'm 80, if I make it there, hopefully these flights will be like $10,000. I'm sure we're boring everybody to death with this, but what's going to happen to this space tourism if the flight goes sideways today? Will it? It'll probably end it, won't it? No. Are you crazy? No, it won't, because aviation did that. Uh, regular regular airplanes crashed all the time, and we just kept trying and trying and trying, and now everybody feels safe getting on an airplane. Yeah, 100 years later. Yeah, well, it might take some time, but they'll figure it out. I don't yeah. know, though, because with Facebook and everything, back when the Wright brothers first took their flight... Yeah, imagine if that was only 12 seconds, by the way. So they essentially just crashed that plane. <laughs> Had I saw a video of those two, you know, weird guys, Orville and Wilbur, whatever the name were, if yeah. I saw them crashing that old, that old looking plane, I, I would never get on a plane. Yeah, it'd be on Twitter. Didn't they have to hold onto the wings and stuff? Yeah, they laid on, they laid on the plane or something. If I saw a video of that, I would never get on a plane. Yeah, they'll figure it out. Just like I figured out something in my life, Daniel. I figured out that I'm not as smart as I thought I was. I thought that uh, when I had ants in my house, I could just get rid of them by going and buying a can of Raid. I was like, I'm so smart. Sprayed in my house, got rid of the ants. Oh, but the ants, it's almost like they gave me the middle finger because they were back the next day. Like, ha, ha, ha. So I finally called Emco, the professionals. Emco's been doing business right here in town since 1964. Two years after Daniel was born. <laughs> Funny. That's been a while. And they come out and they get in the crawl space. They get in the attic. They get inside, of course. They get in the yard. They can treat your yard for mosquitoes. And here's the other thing that I never considered is that, you know, these people with these beautiful lawns. I was walking the other day and I saw somebody had won an award because their lawn looked so good. Like there was a sign that said they won an award. Like how do they get their lawn? Well, now is the time to get your lawn ready for spring. You treat it now, and then springtime comes around, and you're in good shape. And Emco can help you with that. And you can get started like we did. McoPC. that's E-M-C-O-P-C dot com. M-C-O-P-C dot com. Good morning. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. 98.5 The Bull Today's hot country, Ty Gadano. It is time now for Beat, Beat the, the Bull. Bull. Man, we've had some big winners. A couple $400 winners uh, buying Christmas presents, taking their wives out to a nice dinner. Yesterday, they had a winner, uh, three kids in the car. The kids encouraged the mom to stop at $300, and uh, that's where they stopped, and they got $300. Bucks. That's right. How far did it go yesterday? How f- it was going pretty high yesterday, like 800, I 800 believe. Or I can't something. remember. 
Um, but today, Daniel, would you like to introduce our contestant yes. for Beat the Bull? Today's contestant for Beat the Bull is Marcy. She's calling from Collinsville. I said, Marcy, what's the funnest thing to do in Collinsville? She said, there's nothing to do in Collinsville. She's a legal secretary, a mom of four. And if she wins money, she's going to use it for Christmas presents. Marcy, good morning. Good morning. How is your day off so far? Are you getting any rain out there? We're getting some rain. We're getting some rain. I'm a little worried about it this morning. You're worried about it? I hate driving in the rain. Oh, so well, yeah. Surely you're, you're pulled over and you're safe to play Beat the Bull because we do want to make it rain, but we want to make it rain money on you. That's right. Bring it on. Let's go. Okay. All right. You know how to play. Just say stop when you get to a number you like, but make sure you say stop before you hear that bull, okay? You ready to go? You got it. All right, Daniel. I'm ready. Take it away. Marcy, are you ready to beat the bull in three, two, one? Good luck. One hundred. One fifty. Two hundred. Two fifty. Right there. She said stop at 400. Is that Marcy confirmed? is stopping at four. Stopping at four. One for each one of my kids. I like her strategy. She says she has four kids. Now she's got $100. And you said you're going to use that maybe for some uh, Christmas, right? You got it. Hey, All look right. at that, man. Marcy, now we have a question for you. Would you like to see how far the bull was going to go, or would you rather not know? Absolutely. Let's do it. Okay. All right. Let's see how now. You've already secured the $400, so you are a winner. Let's just see how far the bull was going to go. 550. 600. 650. 700. Well, 700, but still, I think 400 is a way to go. Yes, thank you, guys. Well, thank you. Yeah, never feel bad about stopping before you, because you don't know, and you've just secured a definite 400 bucks, and so you're not a loser at all. And it's raining money. Not at all. And raining outside for you. Yay, it's a great day. Now, would you like us to pay you this all in ones? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> that really would be a good video if we went to people's work and then just Dropped. made it rain. Right. Yeah. 400 <laughs> ones out there. That is awesome. <laughs> well, tell your friends that uh, they still have a chance to beat the bull just like you did. We continue tomorrow, Thursday and Friday, and into next week, and it just goes on and on and on and on. Every morning at 740, you got a chance to win up to $1,000 with Beat the Bull. And, uh, Marcy, I hope you have a great 
Christmas now with this money and a great rest of your rainy sort of Wednesday morning, okay? Absolutely. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Tiger Daniel, 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. The Bull, some rain is on the way. If you're not already feeling it right now, it's 7.07 with Tiger and Daniel. Hey, who's this? This is Stacy. Stacy, uh, how do we know as guys whenever the text conversation is over? What do you text that uh, lets us know to stop? I just don't text back. Oh, she's <laughs> I love brutal. using the, yeah, I love using the, the thumbs up and mm. the emojis and all that. Stacy, so no, yeah. no more with a thumbs up. <laughs> okay. And how, if you are texting a guy and you you text thumbs up, what does he say back? Well, you know, it just depends on a, what the conversation is. Like if they're going, hey, I'm going out with my friends tonight, and just my thumbs up means okay, you know. So usually they'll text back, but it doesn't mean that it's over by any means. But sometimes huh. a guy, I think, is trying to conversate with you and just keep the conversation going. But then when you thumbs up, it might as well be a middle finger up. I mean, really, you're telling us. I don't don't think that, though. Really? I don't think that. Well, she's she's explaining to us, Tiger, and now we're arguing with her. That's how dumb guys are. Like, she's saying to me, (laughs) if I text thumbs up, that means exactly what it is, thumbs up. But to to guys, we read it as, she doesn't give a rat's A. Yeah. She's (laughs) trying to get rid of him. Well, that's an interesting perspective. We're learning something new. Exactly. Well, you guys have a great day. Well, can I ask another one? If, is a ha ha, is that a is that a conversation ender? I don't think so either. Wow, she she acts I like think uh, ha ha and lol. It's just exactly what it is. What it's about a ha ha ha? I don't ever use that one. What about a ha ha? <laughs> don't ever contact me again, Daniel. <laughs> yeah, that's what that means. Okay, that's an ender. I got okay, it. Okay, that's a good one. <laughs> See, I, I, in her life, that might be the case, but I think that that's not true for most people, especially a ha. When you're trying to conversate with somebody and you just get a ha, like H-A back, that's it. You think that means the conversation They're done with you. I did look, there is actually a stop sign emoji. So if we should just see it this commonplace, like, hey, ladies, if you're ready to stop texting, just send that stop sign. Send that. In fact... If you're a lady and you you know Daniel, send him a stop sign no, right I now. I don't want all that. Yes, do. I don't want to see stop signs. Lots of stop signs for Daniel, please. But then I guess by that same rationale, then you'd have to text like green lights. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> like I like what you said. So here's a green light. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So what, uh, we want to know this morning, ladies. What are these? What are the ways we know that you're ready to just end this text conversation? The thing is, I think that ladies are put in these awkward positions a lot. Where they want nothing to do with you. Not you specifically, but, you know, any guy. But they don't want to be jerks about it. And so they they try to continue the conversation in whatever way they can without leading you on. And I think that's where you get into the the league of LOLs and ha's. And I think that's their way of saying, without giving you the middle finger, this is not going to happen, buddy. I think you're onto something because... Back in the day, if you wanted to ask someone out, you had to make that phone call, and that was very, you'd be sweating bullets. Yes. Now it's not, it's not so brazen to, to send a text. 
Back then, you used to have to pick up that phone and call and then ask for them, and, and then, that was bad. Oh, yeah, that was brutality. So ultimately, uh, we just she, – she had a different perspective, but – Ladies, uh, how do we know or how do you let us know as guys that the text conversation is over? You want no more. 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. You've got Tig. And then, I remember, 740, your chance at up to $1,000 will beat the bull. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. We're about 15 minutes away from your chance at $1,000 with Beat the Bull. Yesterday, the, uh, the bull was going up pretty high, and we had a family call. They won $300, and the bull never showed up, so they got that money. How about that? Yeah, the mom's name was Chrissy. She wanted to go higher, but the kids in the car, uh, what were they, like five and six? They're like, no, 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 no stop at 300. Stop at so she stopped at 300. Well, good for them. They won some money, and that's your chance in 15 minutes. Hey, good morning. It's the bull. Who's this? My name is Walker Lancaster. Walker, so do you have any good ways that you can get out of a text conversation? You're trying to, you know, stop talking to the person? Yeah, I definitely always say that my parents are calling. <laughs> so you text that your parents are calling. Yeah, and I say I got to go. That's a, that's a, I mean, who could argue with that? I mean, your parents are the highest in the pyramid. Or, or a, right. bo- a boss would be a good one, too, I guess. Oh, my God. Yeah, my my boss is calling. That one. I, I think the very yeah. best would be, uh, oh, I got to go. The preacher's calling. <laughs> preacher's the preacher's calling. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, well, actually, because yeah, that's a good way because it wouldn't hurt their feelings. That would be something somebody could understand. And yeah. uh, I think that that's probably a pretty ingenious move if we want to get out of a text conversation. Not bad idea, huh? I think it's brilliant. We love it when you guys call, man. It's so fun to uh, hear from everybody that's listening and getting to know you guys because we're new to town. And yesterday we had a call, Daniel. A lady called us, and she was whispering, and I was like, where do you work? And then she whispered, the jail. And that, then I know now, I realize that people that are incarcerated, to punish them even further, they play our show. Uh, that, I, that makes me feel bad. Like, at least, the, the, if you're listening now in your car, and you get upset about something I say or Daniel says, you have the option to go to another preset. In prison, they just got to take it. Right? Well, yeah, but that makes me feel bad that this show is used for punishment. <laughs> like people trying to escape, not because yeah. of the harsh conditions, just they're like, I got to get away from that Tig and Daniel show. Yeah, prison's not supposed to be a place that you enjoy, so they're not going to put on something you like. Well, she said jail, so I don't think that means prison. I've actually heard the county jail is worse than the prison. That's I hear that people can't wait to get out of county jail and go ahead and get to the regular, the regular place. That's what I hear. I've never been incarcerated in jail but for some reason i went to this small high school in in uh, in alabama mm-hmm. and they decided in elementary school that we'd go on a field trip and we went to two places in the hometown it was one the post office and two the county jail and they you went, let you, us... wait, you went to the post office on a field trip yes i was begging to get back to school <laughs> they took us through this county jail and led us through like the hallway with the jail in it and there was a prisoner in there now, this guy probably arrested for, like, loitering or jaywalking. We, to us, these children, this guy was like Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> we were scared to death of him. <laughs> so in your hometown, the big field trips were, were, 
Yeah, we're on the bus. They take us to the, the county jail and the post office. We're all pointing back towards the school, like, "Hey, let's get back to let's get back to at math yeah. algebra, please. <laughs> Anything but the post office and jail." This sucked. <laughs> you had some school system there in Alabama. Did you not? Uh, the absolutely true story about yeah. the county jail. And then in high school, we got to go on a tour of guess what? What? The dead gum prison. Uh, the actual prison. I guess uh, like a scared, uh-huh. a scared straight program. Yeah. Let me tell you a little something about prisoners. When they're high school students walking by, mm-hmm. they don't mind showing their privates. <laughs> oh my God! And this is your field trip, where the when you go through there, and you're I guess at this age in high school, where the where the inmates like yelling and cussing at y'all and stuff and trying to scare you, or were a they a little bit calm? of that? Some of them were using the restroom and they did not mind that there was an audience walking by. This was like their Super Bowl. <laughs> That's some field trip, man. Yeah, I know. I, gotta, I haven't ever committed a crime since. That's how bad it was. Did you not have a crappy field trip when you were in? Where did y'all uh, go? <laughs> tell, me where you, tell me where you went. I grew up near the Gulf, and a lot of people from this area would know what I'm talking about, Gulf Shores and Orange Beach. You know, I grew up there, and they would take us to the estuary to look at pelicans and Wildlife, <laughs> and you went to see a prisoner go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, well, wasn't much to do around my hometown. <laughs> uh, you want to do a car? Yeah, yeah. Who's this? Let's see. Hey, good morning. It's uh, ninety-eight-five. The Bull. You got to turn that radio down. What's up? Uh, did they start the contest yet? No. You know what? We're about ten minutes away. From Beat the Bull. Yeah, I don't blame you for calling because you can win up to $1,000. Yeah, I haven't been able to get in at all. Every time I try, it's busy. Have you been listening to people win money and stuff, though? Oh, yeah. What would you do if you won $1,000? I'd pay all my bills. How about take a tour (laughs) of that jail? (laughs) That's terrible. Where Where did you go to school? Are you from this area? No, I'm from Pennsylvania. Uh, in Pennsylvania, where did y'all go? They probably for, went and looked at like yeah. the Liberty Bell and Amish stuff. Amish people, yeah. Yeah, yeah Amish. Uh-huh. See, that's exciting. Yeah. Horses and things like that. I I was uh, near Lancaster, where all the Amish are. I'm Pennsylvania Dutch. Okay, I got you. Well, that's uh, more exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Tiger, enough now. That's not at the jail. It was fun. I'm just trying to think. The principal's like, hmm. Now, where do we take the? Okay. It, to me, it implied that the, you're all going to end up here one day. Oh, so my let's God. Go. Yeah, it was a scared scare. I got you. Hey, well, thanks for the call. We're about 10 minutes away from Beat the Bull, okay? Okay, thank you. All right, bye-bye. Hey, good uh, Good morning. It's 98.5 The Bull. Who's this? This Randy. Hey, Randy, what's up? Uh, just calling in. You're trying to win that money, right? Uh, yeah. All right. What y'all were talking about on the cell phone text. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just tell them that your phone died on you. F- phone died is another good well, one. Well, that wouldn't so. work, Randy. I can't text and be like, hey, uh, my phone <laughs> is dead. I can no longer text. <laughs> well, that's all you got to tell them is your phone died. Your phone. Okay, but later, they're later receiving on. a text. Yeah. Where did, Randy, when where did you? Get you... Done doing, when you get done doing the work in the yard. Yeah, where did you? Uh... Back. Oh, my phone died. 
Or did you have a field trip when you were a younger guy, Randy? Where did y'all go? Went to Galveston Beach. See? The beach. Yeah, the beach. That's where oh we kind of went. Gosh. I got was totally screwed then. All right. Well, have a good morning, yeah. okay, Randy? And we'll see you in about nine minutes now for Beat the Gator, uh, Beat the Bull, okay. for up to $1,000. Oh, God. And you can win that right here with Ty and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. Cody and Owasso, you're up for October t- uh, Fest tickets. I can't say it, October Fest. <laughs> and uh, Cody, good morning. How are you feeling this morning, man? Uh, doing good, man. Let's what? win some tickets, man. What did you do last night, Cody? Uh, I didn't do much. Just went home and uh, cooked dinner, and now I'm ready for work again. He, he needs some excitement in his life. Yeah, what do you do for a living? Uh, I run maintenance at a uh, combustion place over here in uh, Broken Arrow. Nice. Well, yeah, you, sh- you could use a fun weekend then, huh? Absolutely. All right. Uh, today's game is Trivia Potpourri. Cody, these are just general knowledge trivia questions. Are you pretty good at trivia? Not really. Okay, fantastic. Hey, You're I, like, great at this. I, I like his honesty. Yeah, he, he's brutally <laughs> honest. Yes. <laughs> All right, Cody, which dish accompanies the ham in the classic Dr. Seuss's children's book? Green egg. Green Eggs is correct. Cody, in the Shrek movies, what kind of creatures are Shrek and Fiona? They're ogres. Ogres is correct. I thought he said he wasn't good at trivia. Yeah, he's a genius. Cody, what is the half of the planet located above or below the equator called? Uh, I, don't, I don't know that one. There's a northern and a southern of these hemisphere hemisphere is correct (laughs) and nathaniel hawthorne's the scarlet letter what did the letter a stand for adultery hey now my man what do you mean my man i don't know okay (laughs) cody (laughs) what is the first book of the old testament genesis and finally the medulla the cerebellum and the cerebrium are all parts of what body part? The brain. Look at the big brain on Cody. Dude, I mean, Cody <laughs> says he's not good at trivia. Yeah. Meanwhile, he's like, needs to go on Jeopardy. <laughs> I, I, I must have got some good sleep last night. I don't know. <laughs> so you just came home and made dinner for yourself last night? No, I, uh, I made dinner for my family. Oh, there you go. Look at him. He's, he's smart. He makes dinner for the family. He got a good night's sleep, and now he's uh, going to Oktoberfest. So pretty good day for Cody. And, uh, Cody, I appreciate you listening, man. I know we're a new station and a uh, new morning show with Ty Daniel, and I appreciate you giving us a shot each morning, okay? Hey, I appreciate you guys, and you guys have an awesome day.